The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. An ambassador for the dogs and broadcasting live from Truist Park every day. All day, every day. It's time for Buck's Beat with Buck Baloo. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Buck's Beat. We appreciate you hanging out every week. Brave spring training underway down in Florida. Team looking strong on paper, and I sure hope that shows up when the regular season curtain pulls back here in just a minute. The Braves are hunting for their sixth consecutive National League East Division title and gunning for another postseason run to take us on, and I'm sure hoping we're going to get some of that. Episode 80 featured a look at the top storyline with the 2023 Braves, and that was whether Vaughn Grissom can replace Dansby Swanson at shortstop. He'll certainly be getting the first shot, and we'll be hearing a lot about that during spring training. Today on this podcast, we're going to focus on what I've deemed storylines two, three, and four. And Braves analyst Jeff Francoeur will join me in just a moment to help me break it down. Braves storyline number two, new catcher Sean Murphy takes over behind the plate. And I'm excited about this because, I, look, Sean Murphy is rated and regarded as one of the top five catchers in Major League Baseball and that's why after the December trade with the A's, Anthopolis locked down Murphy with a six-year, $73 million contract. Here are some of the things I like about Murphy. He's in his prime. He hits. He defends. He's a great teammate. And he's going to fit the Braves' culture perfectly. Defensively, Murphy won the gold glove in 2021 he does an outstanding job handling the pitching staff, framing pitches, which is a big deal. And then also, talk about big deals, man. He throws out base runners, gunning them down 31% of the time. Only real Muto with a better percentage than that. And at the plate, Murphy swings the bat. I want to invite you to search up some highlights of Murphy with the A's. And check him out swinging the bat. He hit third in the A's batting order. I believe he's going to hit fifth or sixth here in Atlanta. And he's got some serious pop. How much will he play? Well, obviously, Darno will get some time behind the plate, too. But my expectation is that Murphy's going to catch 120 games and then DH when Darno catches. By the way, this certainly looks like the best catching combination in Major League Baseball. Storyline number three, the competition for the fifth spot in the rotation between Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka. Freed, Wright, Strider, and Morton will go one, two, three, four, but what about the fifth spot? How's that going to shake out? Ian Anderson is coming off a disappointing season where he got hit hard lost confidence, and ended up in AAA Gwinnett trying to get it all figured out. His ERA in Atlanta last season was five, which is disappointing. Best I can tell, Ian got a little too predictable, 
and that caused some problems. Uh, you know, his thing is, is Ian Anderson – with that plus-plus changeup that he's got, he wants to spot that fastball up in the zone, trying to get the major league hitters to bite on that, and then the changeup down in the zone, trying to get them to chase. Well, you know what happened is they stopped chasing. Ian had to start putting those pitches inside the strike zone, and boom, he got hit hard. Now, I spoke with Leo Mazzoni, the former Braves pitching coach, about this during the season last year. And Leo, he just wanted to see him mix it up a little bit more, become less predictable, locate the fastball low and away, like Leo loved to do back in the day with his starting rotation, and then feature the breaking ball more. Really believe he needs that third pitch as a starter in the big leagues to really be effective and get back on track. And we'll see how that works out. Mike Soroka's challenge is to hold up physically two surgeries on his uh, Achilles. Has us all wondering if he can overcome that and make it all the way back. Prior to that first surgery, Soroka featured one of the nastiest, filthiest two-seam sinkers in baseball. And he followed that up with a plus slider. That was awesome as far as a two-pitch combination went. He also mixed in a four-seam fastball and located that up in the zone and a changeup that was his fourth best pitch. There is some talk out there about his arm slot changing since the second Achilles surgery, and the doubters are wondering how much that will impact his plus-plus sinker. Will the different arm slot take some of that dip, that sink away from the sinker? We're about to find out. But let me keep it real here for a second on this topic. The Braves are going to need both Anderson and Soroka to get the deal done in the National League East this year. Regardless who wins the fifth spot down in spring training, the other is going to be needed. It's a long, long season. They're going to need both of them. And look, Bryce Elder is probably going to be needed too. That gets me to storyline number four. New closer Rysel Iglesias takes over for Kenley Jansen, who's now wearing a Red Sox uniform. And let me just say, I'm all in on Iglesias. All in. After the uh, trade deadline last season, Iglesias was lights out in a high-leverage setup role here in Atlanta. He had 15 holds after closing out 16 of 19 save opportunities with the Angels. And check this out. In the last two seasons... Iglesias is 50 of 58 in save opportunities. Love how he's always on the attack, and he should be with that arsenal that he's got. Whether it's a righty or a lefty at the plate, he's missing a lot of bats, and he rarely hands out a free pass. Against right-handed hitters, he features a four-seam fastball that sits at 95-96 and a put-away slider that has some nasty bite to it. And that two-pitch combination he throws 80% of the time to right-handed hitters. Iglesias has got a rep for being a lefty killer. Again, his 95-plus heater is featured against lefties. But against those left-handed hitters, he goes away from the slider and goes to the changeup. Why? Well, that slider would be breaking towards the left-handed hitter instead of away. And his changeup to lefties dives low and away. 
this was the plan all along when Anthopolis brought in Rysel Iglesias. New Jansen would be exiting after last season, and Iglesias would then be set up ready to take over as the closer. Are you wondering about plan B as far as the closing out games go? Well, that would be A.J. Mentor. Bucks Beat. Joining us now, Braves analyst and former Braves player Jeff Francoeur. Jeff, in the last edition, I dedicated the uh, Braves' top storyline entering spring training uh, to Vaughn Grissom replacing Dansby Swanson at shortstop. I need to get your take on this one before we move on to some other things. What's your confidence level with Vaughn taking over at shortstop? You know, obviously it hurts losing Dansby. I mean, anytime you lose that production, Buck, you know, you're, you're going to take a step back to begin with. Um, you know, I, the, the good thing you like to hear is Wash sounds very confident about the work they've done. Um, you know, with that being said, I think the good news is, is Orlando Arcia has done it. He's played in the playoffs. You know, is he Dansby? No. But at the same time, you look at other places the team has improved. Um, you know, to me in the bullpen, they've added some good pieces. Sean Murphy behind the plate, a guy that is great. And, you know, whether Darno or Zuna DHs, you got a lot of moving parts. So, I, look, I, I'm pulling like heck for Vaughn. He's a great kid. And uh, whether he wins it out of spring or, you know, he goes off and gets a good start and comes up, you know, will be time to tell. But, but I also – I also feel a lot more comfortable now after talking to people um, and talking through this than at first when it happened. Yeah, he was really impressive last season. I know he was playing second base, but uh, he was picking it pretty well defensively and hit the ball pretty pretty well for the most part. I'd, I'm pretty confident on this one. At, whenever it is, he takes over. But looking forward to seeing him at shortstop. Some youth again, and you know, are you going to get the offensive production right away? Probably for Dansby, no. But I think the key is can he play a good, solid defense? Because with our pitching staff, you know, one thing you want to pride yourself in is having a good defense behind him. And I think if Vaughn has made the progress that Wash has said he has, you know, then I think it could be a good fit. All right, storyline number two, I'm coming up with these. This is, in my opinion, the second-best storyline coming into the season in spring training. And you already hit on it. The new catcher, Sean Murphy, uh, uh, takes over behind the plate. And, gosh, I've seen some of the ratings MLB Network is doing. He's a top-five catcher in the big leagues. What do you think of him stepping in there and becoming our new catcher? it's great for two reasons look Travis has done a great job here and I think if anything as a catcher this can help prolong Travis's career you know if he goes out and plays 120 games this year Travis you know you don't know how much the guy's got left or if he's protected some I also think that they're going to have no problem uh, between us on days that Travis catches that you can even DH Sean if you want so I I this is a win-win it's one of those moves. Look, the Braves didn't make the splashy moves that the Mets and, you know, maybe the Phillies made. But the Braves roster was also constructed to not have to do that. And so I think 
a little move like this, it seems little, like you said, I think a lot of fans got a chance to dig into the numbers and see what Sean's done. And I tell you what, man, you got to like what you see. And you got to remember this too, but he played in Oakland. I mean, that place is a graveyard <laughs> out there. Now he's coming to a place that's going to be rocking 39,000 every night. You know, you got to like the upside on what he can bring. I like the fact he's a, a versatile guy. I mean, he's a great receiver, uh, does a great job behind the plate. He swings the bat. He's got some pop. I'm guessing he's going to hit in the middle of the lineup. Yeah, and he's got some speed, too. I'm telling you, he reminds me a lot of JT Real Muto. Uh, he really does as far <laughs> as he is an athletic catcher. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of athletic catchers out there, I could say. What's the target on number of games caught by Murphy? 120? I would think so. I think somewhere in that 110 to 120, especially if Travis, you know, can do what we know he can do. And then, like I said, I think you're going to get Travis some good DH matchups. And there's days that Travis is going to catch that I think you can get some good matchups for, for Sean Murphy. And I think a wild card in a lot of this, too, is Marcel Azuna and, and what what he's going to bounce back at. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big question of where he's at. Can, can he get back to that 30-35 home run thing? And I think they're going to give him every chance, too. All right, storyline number three. I've got the competition for the fifth spot in the rotation. And, and look, my take is we're going to need Ian Anderson and Mike Soroka. We're going to win that sixth consecutive National League East title. So let's talk about Ian Anderson first. Struggled last season. Uh, does he have to have that third pitch, that breaking ball, to be successful? Can he put it back together again this season? I think he can. You know, I saw him a couple weeks ago at um, Matt Olson's charity event at Truist Park, and, and boy, he was in great spirits. Um, you know, I, I think, if anything, you know, it reminds me so much, man, of when A.J. Minter had to go down to AAA, you know. He had such success through great games in the World Series, and it's like all of a sudden I'm in AAA. And so I think, you know, hopefully he's able to dial some in, things in mechanically because that's, that's what I feel. Look, Ian Anderson ain't scared to throw a strike. Uh, this, this, kid, this kid's got a lot, of, a lot of gut and a lot of, of nerves on him. I just think mechanically he was at a spot that he could not replicate his windup and replicate stuff to throw strikes. And so I think the hope is, is that he's able to take care of some things. And, and in a perfect world to me, I think it actually would be good if he could win that fifth job out of camp and let Mike, you know, for, for a month or two, go down and pitch every five days in AAA. We got to remember, this is a guy who hadn't pitched in two years. Now, he might surprise us, and he might come out looking like a dime. And if he does, then great. But I agree with what you said. At the end of the day, you're going to need both these guys. How many times, I mean, already last April, if I remember at the end of April, we were sitting in Texas, might have been the 1st of May, and, you know, I think we had two spot starts already at that point. So you need six, seven good arms to get you through a season. Yeah, Bryce Elder also in the mix there as far as quality yep. depth goes with the rotation. But what's your confidence level on Soroka making it back this season? I think he'll make it back 100%. Look, Mike's young. If, if Mike was 32, 33, I'd probably be a little – more worried, but I think he's young, he's hungry, he's ready to get back out there. You know, my big question is with what he's gone through, um, 
you know, how much does his repertoire change? Does he have the huge sink still, um, or is he going to have to change up a little bit how he pitches? But the arm, the type of guy he is, look, all that hasn't left. So I still feel very confident that he's going to come back and, and throw the ball well. All right, storyline number four, Kenley Jansen's moved on, and Rysel Iglesias steps in. Man, I was blown away with how effective he was last season in a setup role. Guy is a lefty killer, uh, getting right-handers out. He is on the attack with to the righties with that fastball and slider, and then to the lefties with that fastball and the changeup. Ah. I think this guy's going to be uh, be huge for us this season. What are you thinking about Iglesias taking over? Man, you couldn't ask for a better guy to take over. And a move that I love that Alex made, that at times people are like, huh, that's interesting. But he was the heir apparent to take over. And actually, you go back to that charity event I was at, I had more fun talking to Travis Darno, Tyler Matzik, and Jackson Stevens about Iglesias. And they were just saying, this guy is a – is a different bird, man. He is a beast. He wants that ball. And, I, I mean, you could not – I tell you, I, I know talking to Snit too, I could not be more excited and confident in what we have going in the ninth inning. I can tell you that right now. So I'll be breaking down some more of these storylines coming up next week. But I, while I have you on, man, i got to ask you about Acuna. Doctors have given him a clean bill of health with the knees at 100%. Now, he's decided to play in the WBC. What's your take on this? You concerned? Not at all. First of all, I love that he's already at camp. I think that's a big thing because I think that's him getting there, wanting to, to get going quick um, to get things. And I don't – look, I've had this talk with a lot of different people. Position player-wise, but I don't mind guys playing in the WBC. You know, my, my next-door neighbor, Mark DeRose, was managing for Team USA, and he's like – Position player-wise, man, I've had no problem. You know, I got Nolan Arenado, Goldschmidt, McNeil, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts. I got everybody I need. He's like, the hard part is finding pitching because of the arms. So I have no issue with Ronald. If anything, I love the idea that he's going to get 30, 40 meaningful at-bats going into going into the season. So, man, I'm all about it. Uh, I, I, I have no worry. He's young. I think his knee's great. And, but like I said, more importantly, I love that he's at camp about a week early. All right, so I had Chip Carey on recently to say goodbye to the Braves fans now with the Cardinals. You'll see him early in the season, I, I would imagine. So what's it going to be like up there in the booth doing the TV gig without Carey next to you? Well, I know this. When we go to St. Louis, I'm going to stick him with a nice barbell uh. one night. I can <laughs> promise you that. Um, you know, at the Ritz there. But, no, I, look, you know, Dude, I tell people all the time, Chip Chip was a – he called my first home run, Buck. You know, I mean, he's a part of one of my greatest moments in sports. He was such a joy to work with. He was easy. Things happen, and, and he's gone. Uh, I can promise this. I've had people ask me, you know, would you move by, over to the play-by-play? And I said, not a chance in heck. <laughs> you know, and you know, you know the real word I use there because I said – when football season comes in September, I got to be able to lock in and watch watch a football game, one of those SEC games at seven o'clock. So it's not going to fit with me. But you know, look, I, we'll still wait to see who I'm, you know, going to get at some point. But 
you know, I know they'll do a good job, and I'm happy for Chip. I really am. He's getting a chance to go home. St. Louis has always been a special place for him, and, you know, he'll do a great job there. Jeff Francoeur breaking it down for us. Jeff, we appreciate the insight. Always, Buck. What a pleasure. Buck's Beat. Always great to have Frenchie on, talking Braves baseball, one of my all-time favorites. And it has nothing to do with him being such a great football player and wanting to go to Clemson back in the day. Coming up on Episode 82 of Buck's Beat Podcast, we'll dip back into these storylines with the Braves as they continue spring training. Coming up next, we'll talk about the corner infield. I think it's one of the best in baseball, if not the best. Is the bullpen deep enough? Hey, in 2023, in this day and time, you better have a deep bullpen. We'll be looking at that, uh, diving into that. And then Ronald Acuna Jr. Doctors have given him a clean bill of health with that injured knee. It's now at 100%. He's decided to play in that WBC, as I was talking to Frenchie about. I give him uh, my full endorsement on doing that, but we'll talk about what we can expect out of Acuna coming back this season. So that's coming up in the next podcast. We appreciate you hanging around for this one. Bucks Beat. Hey, man, we appreciate you. Subscribe to Bucks Beat and get the latest updates every week from the most connected guys in Georgia sports. Follow Buck at BuckBaloo8 on Twitter and check out all the fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.